Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. For more episodes, go to www.footballpurist.com and you can also find us at iTunes. Welcome to a Purely Arsenal podcast. I'm your host, Jack Sessions, and today I've got three top guests with me. I've got a not real regular, but trying to get him regular, Pav Giuliani. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Hello to everyone at home. Hello for everyone listening. Hope you're having a good Sunday. Top man, that was good. That was beautiful intro, love it. Um, also got Mark Harrison with me. How you doing, Mark? All right, Jack, not bad, mate. How you doing? Trust you to have your birthday in the same month as Arsene Wenger, mate. Ah, I told you not to mention that, didn't I? <laughs> Sorry. I told you I don't mention them these days, you know what I mean? Too many of them. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that, Jack. Much appreciated. Right. Top man. And also got Michael Barry with me. How you doing, Michael? Hi, Jack. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, mate. I'm good. I'm happy to get back on. It's been a while. It's been too um, long, yeah. Apologies to everyone that's been looking for our pods. Um, we've had more technical issues than Yaya Sanogo, but we hope to be back regularly now. I've been working on that all night. Um, we hope to be back regularly now. So um, let's talk all things Arsenal. Since we've been away, though, we've been we beat Swansea, we beat uh, we beat Reading, we got held by Borough at home, a little bit disappointing, and we smashed Ludogrets somewhere in between. That. Um, Pav, let's start with you. Um, great win, mate. Sum up the game yesterday for me. Yeah, it was a good win. Um, obviously, we were expected to to beat Sunderland yesterday. When I looked at the lineup, um, saw a few changes in there. Um, so I was a bit worried in certain areas, maybe Gibbs on the, on the uh, left back, and um, and uh, we also had uh, I think we had El Nene. El is a good uh, a good replacement. That's there's no problem there. Um, I just think, yeah, overall, uh, we, we pretty much dominated the game, to, to be honest. From, there, was a, there was a little period just after half-time where, where Sunderland looked maybe slightly threatening, but to be honest, they're, they're probably going to be the whipping boys. It looks like this season they're going to be the, the Aston Villa of, of this year, I guess. And, um, yeah, just, just from the begin, beginning, they, did, they didn't really make a tackle. They just sat back. They just looked to, to, to try and um, soak up pressure and... Didn't even really try and hit us on the break throughout, to be honest. But I think the first goal was great. Really took the pressure off, and then um, yeah, it was it was just a bit of a crazy moment from from Mustafi just after half time. Gave them a penalty, but then yeah, when uh, uh, Wenger bought on Giroud, obviously scored the two goals. Alexis right at the end with a with a fourth, and yeah, we deserved it. Yeah, agree. I mean, Pav talks about us be, uh, Sunderland being the whipping boys, Mark, but. Early game, you know, 12.30 game, up north, potential banana skin. Um, how do you think we looked? Yeah. I thought we looked good. I thought we, uh, I thought, you know, we, we controlled it from minute one and, um, you know, it was, for me, it was, it was frustrating to see them get back into it because I just thought we had the best part of an hour to, to finish them and we did our usual, you know, step off, you know, knock it about, make it into a training match and it was completely frustrating to watch for me. I think that's where sometimes we could, potentially cost ourselves points and ultimately cost ourselves a league title if we do not take the chance to bury teams that are completely inferior to us, which they were, um, you know, set, just we seem to sit on the one nil. you know, there's a few little chances here and there, but we, we just, we come off the pedal for some reason. I really don't get why we do that. 
um, because all it takes is exactly what happened. You know, they, they they obviously didn't water the pitch. The pitch was dry as a bone. Yeah. And it it really was. That was obviously just to slow our our passing down. And uh, you know, the way you can see the way that ball bounced in front of uh, in front in front of. Um, the Mustafi, centre half, yeah. Yeah, it just stopped. It just stopped like a like a like a nine iron on a on a on a putting green, and and you know, and he nipped in and got it. And it's one all, and you go right. Well, now the pressure's on us. You know, we've got now we've got twenty odd minutes to to score some goals, which we did obviously, and it was great to see because we just completely took over again. Um, you know, and um, and with some great end product. Um, but you know, it it could have it could easily go the other way sometimes when. If they were good enough and they got their towels up, they could, were suddenly, you know, struggling to win the game. And for me, that that is just that, that amount of time that we had to just bury them. It should have been done by half time in my eyes, but we we tend to just sit off. And but you know, apart from that, listen, listen I'm, I'm you know, I'm picking holes in something that was you know one four one, but it was it you know it frustrates me a little bit to watch that. But some lovely goals, some great movement. You know, we just head and shoulders above above them, and we do look. Like we're, you know, stronger mentally now. You know, we didn't just fold up. We didn't just, you know, stop. We went, right, come on, let's do something about it. Obviously, Giroud coming on scoring helps. But overall, of course, very satisfied. But just just that little bit of killer instinct. I think that's all, all we need in the team now because we're mentally stronger this season. There's no doubt about it. We are we are a different prospect. But just I'd just like to see us, when we've got teams on the rack, it happened against... Um, uh, who was it? Uh, Swansea as well. You know, we, you know, our, our we're hanging on towards the end of the game. I do not know. We've dominated every part of it. Um, it's just that, just that little thing for me, Jack. But you know, of course, pleased that we we did what we did yesterday. Yeah, you've got to have a little bit more of that killer instinct, haven't we, in these kind of games, just to maybe think so. finish it a little bit earlier. But we did get the win in the end. Um, when I've been questioned, Michael, a lot. Um, at times for his inability to rotate, Pav touched on it a little bit. Um, but we've been on a great run since the first day of the season. In fairness, are, are you happy with the changes he made yesterday and how how, how they looked? Yeah, I think uh, Gibbs has, has looked. Um, I think ever since he came in uh, in the Forest game in the League Cup, um, he's looked like he's got his head on and uh, he's got a bit of a t- determination about him. He he followed that through obviously with the Reading game and. Uh, Yesterday as well, he he, he looked he, he just looked like he was assured. Um, you know, he was always on the front foot. You know, the typical Arsenal fullback. You know, uh, getting forward at the, at the earliest earliest opportunity. Um, El Nenny, um, you know, coming in. You know, watching watching the game back today. Uh, you know, he he was he was so uh, measured and sort of assured. He was he was you know popping off in the in. Uh, in front of Mustafi, Mustafi and uh, Mustafi, sorry, and uh, Koscielny at times, and then at other times he was he was there, you know, pushing forward beyond uh, Cocker, and so he's always you know making the Sunderland players guessing, you know, what, what's going on in terms of the movement. Um, obviously, I think the the changes were preempted by some of the. I think I think Theo had a slight injury, and and Monreal had a slight strain as well. So probably precautions with what's with, with the games that are coming up, obviously midweek and obviously, you know, on, on Sunday and, and the following week. Um, but no, I think that's what we have to sort of, we have to use this squad. The quality is there now. I think the levels, you know, if players do come in, it doesn't drop as much. Um, and it looks like, you know, the competition that is there, you know, it's, it's therefore to see everyone's taking it the right way. You know, Giroud's coming on and, and, and adding goals and, Put in a good performance when he came on against Reading as well. So I think it's it's you know it was it, his hands forced maybe a little bit Arson um, yesterday, um, 
But it, you know, the, the best thing you can ask for is when the players do come in, they they put in a performance, and it makes his life harder to, to decide. Okay, who am I going to pick next week? You know, that that's what it's all about. That's what it should be. It shouldn't be comfortable at all. Saying, well, okay, we'll just stick with these same eleven. You know, it should be you know a lot of competition there to make his his job hard to pick the you know the, the strongest eleven out there. Yeah, and with these players coming back imminently, he's going to have a, a little bit of a headache, isn't he, Winger? Because he's got almost everyone, knock on wood, coming back from, sorry, Touchwood, um, coming back for um, the Tottenham game. So that's going to be very, uh, very interesting. But the first half, I thought, you know, we had a few chances through Sanchez um, and Ozil mainly as well. He was getting in. in. And then uh, Pav, that first goal, thing of beauty, wasn't it? True striker's goal as well, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Um... 22 passes, I think it was the, the the most amount of passes for a goal this season. So that was that was amazing. When I was watching it, I was just I was just like, this is brilliant. But they, I mean, we have to say as well, obviously Sunderland. They for some reason they didn't press us. Um, they didn't try and get enough faces, which did help. Um, there was quite a lot of time where a lot of our players were popping up into spaces, which doesn't always happen in the Premier League. But yeah, after saying that, I mean, just uh, just going from side to side, it went back, and then I think it went forward and then went out to Oxlade out on the right and yeah it was it was it was a great bit of skill obviously well not really any skill to be honest he sort of just knocked it past the uh the left what back more, yeah yeah what more and um and it was yeah it was really really good cross and Alexis honestly I mean just a five foot seven five foot eight striker getting ahead of like a six foot four you know big dude Kone I think it was um at the near post like that it just shows his determination really to score goals is just fantastic I think that's something that Giroud could just really really learn from and I think he has like from the way he came on I mean maybe Giroud's been sitting on the sidelines there and he's sort of got a bit inspired from Alexis the way he's finishing these uh, sort of chances off in the box because Giroud you know we, we've always been wondering about him and we know that we, he can be a, a deadly striker but I think sometimes when he just doesn't have competition he just kind of chills out a bit but um, yeah, yeah the, the goal itself from from Alexis was just fantastic. The way he got in front and, and knocked that in, it was a brilliant all-round team goal. Yeah, we questioned it, didn't we, Mark? I, I, maybe you didn't, but we all. I felt like a lot of Arsenal fans questioned Alexis being down the middle. Um, mm. it, 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 in some games, you know, Middlesbrough he can become frustrated, but mm. it looks like it's working more and more consistently now, doesn't it? Really. I think so. Um, as you say, when, when, they, when we tend to get two banks of four playing against us, as we did against Borough, it, it can look a little bit frustrating. You kind of want that big man, uh, you know, that target in front of in front of them, really, to try and just bring the ball down and bring other players into it when you've got him just surrounded consistently. You know, when play, teams come and do that to us, he, he did look a little bit sort of lost on him. He had to come deep and try and get the ball and not much work for him that day, but if you look at the rest of the season, I mean, he's been absolutely unbelievable. We, it, we, we did all question it. I was one of those people that said, I don't see it. You know, I think he gets a little bit lost there. I think we, you know, we felt that he could affect play much better when he comes in off, off the wings. But, you know, that's why Arsene's Arsene, you know, he's, he's stuck with it. And, uh, I mean, the movement of the guy is just unbelievable. You know, uh, it, it, it just defies belief, really, how he, how his attitude is just, exemplary you know I mean even you know he scores a goal like that fantastic goal uh, belies his size you know and 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 then you see him running 40 yards to nick the ball off of someone's feet to to start another attack you know defending and you know he leads from the front he, he just he's just an, just an exemplary footballer and um, you know for me 
you, you could move him left. You know, they're even talking about playing playing him up front off of him. I don't know, but the fact of the matter is, I think he's just one of them players. When he's in this frame of mind and he's and he's playing like this, you could just drop him in anywhere and he, he he'd do he'd do a job for you. But yeah. right now, he looks every inch every inch of you know a fantastic striker. Um, even even his second goal, you know, he's just he, he, if you watch the, if you watch it. The movement, you know, he's just he's just an, a yard quicker than everybody. You know, he's thinking about the ball before it gets there. It, you know, he'll, he'll pick it up anywhere. He twists and turns on a sixpence. It's just a beautiful, calm finish. You know, it's it's, it's it, he come from Barcelona and he he looks like he, you know, he looks like that type of player where he's just so technically good, but he's got the he's got the attitude to go with it and and the work rate. And he just he just you know, I thought yesterday. He was head and shoulders above anything on the pitch. That that was how good he was, and um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm happy to see him on the pitch at the moment. You know, I love him up front, but I'm sure that if we played Giroud and he come off come off of him, it would work. You know, it's just it just seems to be working at the moment. And I think with Giroud, you know, not having much football, he looked super keen yesterday to get on, and of course it worked very well. So you know, we're we're in we're in as good a shape as we can be, mate. To be honest, really, yeah. really, really impressive. He really sets the standard, doesn't he? Especially work rate wise. He set, he doesn't allow any passengers anymore. Oh, look, no. You can't. Not with someone no. like that up top. And Giroud no. has been very good, but at times he does become a bit of a, 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 a not a lazy player, but he's, he obviously doesn't have the movement, does he, that Alexis has, and sometimes not the energy when he plays week in, week out. But I think we might also see the best out of Giroud just from, mm. he, he, you know, he's not really played any football. We're in mid October now. He's coming in and mm. he's, he's completely fresh, but. So we we one nil up, and we, in fairness, we should have been more. I mean, Özil should have had a couple in the first half. I like Michael how we see Özil being that almost that runner off the ball that Ramsey would have been if Ramsey was in the team. Özil um, mm. does that really well this season now, doesn't he? He's always that that third runner going beyond yeah. the ball, which is probably yeah. why he's got half a dozen goals already. What would you say? Yeah, his runs are, are, are really sort of, you know, eye-catching in terms of they're always, you know, on the sort of shoulder of, of, of the defender or, the, or be in between the defender and the fullback. Um, it's unfortunate that, you know, that that uh, that lob or, you know, he didn't just smash it in, in with his left on the ground. It probably would have would have flashed past the keeper with that chance. But yeah, he seems to be, you know, making sure that he's pretty close to Sanchez. You know, whenever he's he's got the ball, he's all, you know, when they're when when we're defending. You know he's pretty much almost behind Sanchez at times, or just to the to the right of him, just you know to 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 keep the shape. It's funny when when Ramsey came on, um, I think Ramsey took that position. Um, he was sort of more central, and even though Giroud was up there, but then and and uh, uh, Ozil went out to the right, I think. Uh, so I don't know if if that's where you know if Ramsey does make his way back into the team, into the team, is that what uh, where uh, Wenger thinks he's he's going to be rather than put him out on the right. A little bit, so that's going to be interesting. But yeah, I, I think Özil, you know, he's getting his, his assist now. I think we we had a chat a couple of weeks ago. One of the questions were, was from, from, from one of the listeners was about his lack of assists, and I think since then he's he's, he's got a, quite a few so far. So you know, the, the fact that he's getting that you know to his game again, and he's getting he's providing to be a goal for it is is um is, is going to be another uh, bonus or, or boost for the team. You know, to know that he's got that in his locker as well. Yeah, agreed. I like seeing that yesterday, especially in the first half. Obviously, his finishing could have been better, but that, that you know, he's proven he's got that in the past. So, um, Pav, Alexis Sanchez, second half. That that's a penalty by Kone, surely, right? And it's probably a card at the very least as well. Do you think? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, 
Yeah, it gets in front of him in a great position, like uh, Alexis likes to do. He often tries to cut in front of defenders because um, obviously he knows if, if it's a touch, it's a foul. And it happens so often outside the box. And it just, you know, it happened to happen inside the box yesterday and the the the, key, uh, the, uh, the ref just, just bottled it, I think, really. And it, pre- it could have been, you know, quite key if it was later on in the game um, because obviously... Sunderland obviously felt that that could have been a turning point for them. They went up the other end, and uh, it was a mistake. They got they got to one all. So that that happened after that, and uh, I think straight after that as well, Alexis he complained, like, you know, why why didn't I get the penalty? And that that was a penalty or whatever. Um, the Sunderland penalty was a penalty, obviously, but I think Alexis was just so infuriated. He obviously got a booking from that. So you know, it, it kind of could it could have been worse. Um, but obviously, in the end, no one's really talking about it because we we did win four one. But yeah, it was just it was a bad decision. Obviously, it, there was no way that 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 wasn't a penalty. Even if the referee wasn't right near the action, you could just see that Alexis had cut in front of him, and Kone was nowhere near the ball. So it was just a bit unexplainable, really. Yeah, yeah. We heard from Ox on goals on Sunday a few weeks back that the the rule had changed. If there was a deliberate foul, it's a red card, like Jacker's one. So we kind of all, oh well, personally, I was like, oh, I'll take it kind of thing. But then I've seen, I've seen multiple, I even saw Mustafi do it last week against Middlesbrough and, and he got away with it. And then I see Kone do something that's pretty deliberate, you know, he's pulling back of the shirt, it's deliberate and he don't even get a card for it. A ref don't even see it. So it's just the consistency factor with the refs that yeah, drives so. me crazy a little bit. But, um, Mark, whose error was that for the goal? I mean, you spoke about the ball sort of horrible bounce, mm. but Mustafi. Mm. He did take his eye off the ball, and I watch it again. He did take his eye off the ball too, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he. I think you know, the, he waited for it to come down, and you know, and, it, and just one bounce and try and take it with like he does. I mean, he's you know, let's face it, the guy's been pretty foot perfect since he's been been at Arsenal, and uh, you know, for someone just to drop into the team and look that composed and comfortable, I've got no complaints with Mustafi whatsoever. I think he's you know what Koscielny's been waiting for for a long time. But yeah, I mean, you know, it was one of them, you know, it got more, you know, looked, looked at it, thought, right, I want to try and nick it off his toes, you know, one bounce. So was it his fault possibly? Yeah, you know, if he could have got there a bit quicker and, you know, but, you know, he nicked it off his toe and he, he ran for his, he's quick, he's quick, that guy, he's got some pace. Check come out, it was a penalty, you know, and that, and that's, but that's, that's what I'm saying in, 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 you know, in the first instance that, you know, unless we're, unless we're, Two or three up against these teams, when we can be, we we could have been yesterday. There's no doubt about the fact that we could have been if we'd have gone at them a bit bit harder. Um, we we found we found ourselves with 25 to go, one all, you know, and the crowd are back up, and it's all like, well, you know, why? But I, I suppose if you want, if, if you're going to blame someone, you know, he did, yeah, he did get the ball taken off his feet and and put the guy through. So you know, Mustafi, but I wouldn't, as I say, I wouldn't be too. Uh, too harsh on the guy personally. I think he's been great um, and continues to be. So he's completed what I think could be a you know a, a championship winning back four if we manage to keep more fit. You know, give or take Gibbs, Gibbs or, or Nacho, either or really. And uh, I think as Michael said, um, Nacho's looked a little bit you know a little bit prone. Whereas before yeah. he's, he's been foot perfect. Uh, he's not been playing badly, but you just notice the difference in him. He's not as sharp. You know, and everyone has dips in form or little little spells where they're you know they're not 100 percent at it but you know Gibbs I said I think I said about three or four games ago I think Gibbs you know if he's got the attitude Gibbs he, I think he could displace him um, and yesterday you know he put in a he put in a solid performance Kieran Gibbs you know one assist at the post he was involved in a lot of attacking yeah. attacking play played well so 
you know, um, yeah, that's that's either or. But you know, no. In terms of, of, of Mustafi, I've been pleased with him, even though you, you you'd say possibly it was him. Yeah, I'm not sure if Czech could have got out of the way. He was moving at speed. I think that would have been harsh. Really, I don't think he could have done much. Um, really, no. but it, looked, it did look like Koscielny was going to get back in once mm. he went round the goalkeeper, mm. didn't it? So I was kind of like, when I watched it, I was like, ah, oh, Czech just like, somehow I don't know stood up, didn't move down. Um, he went and touched him, and Koscielny, like he does, gets those last ditch challenges. Is it in yeah. end? But um, yeah, but we're, we're one all. Um, and then Awobi comes off, Michael. Um, he's, he's been he's looked a little bit off the pace the last mm. couple of games. Um, do you, do you uh, kind of expect that with young players? You you you, you know they're not going to be quite as experienced as the top top experience um, the top top players that've been playing for year in year out. So I guess we kind of give him that leeway and wonder how we can change it game in game out. But um, are you concerned with Awobi? Um, not really. I mean, I think um, he showed a couple of signs. He did lose the ball occasionally with a couple of misplaced passes. I remember he, he, he did one just after they scored and we got the ball back and he gave it away. Gave it away and they and they were back on the attack again. And obviously, like Mark was saying, once they got the goal, the fans are up and you, you don't you want to just kill that momentum. But you know, he, he gave the ball away straight away and then we we're right on the back foot. But um, no, I, I think you know he's 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 got the intelligence. Um, um, Iwobi, that's one of the key things about him. He knows what to do. Certain, you know, in the last third, I think Wenger said he needs to uh, score maybe one or two more goals, be a bit more calmer. But um, maybe um, him coming out the side for, for for a couple of games, maybe just to give him a blow, uh, could be something. You know, the Ox got an assist again yesterday, uh, yesterday and he seems to have turned the corner. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, if Theo is fit uh, for for the derby, then. Um, he, he, I'm sure he'll come in. Um, and but you know who would he come in for? Um, which is mm. going to be interesting to see. But um, but no, I think there will be maybe things have caught up a little bit with him. You know, people are a bit more aware of him now that you know he's. I think his performance, people sort of have forgotten his performance against Chelsea and, and the devastation he caused there, just running in between the lines and stuff. And um, and I think a lot of lot of people are giving him more attention now as well. I think there was the, I think, oh, I forgot the right back name. I think, oh, I forgot his name, uh, for something yesterday. But, uh, he did, he did press him a few times. When he got the ball, he did clatter into him a couple of times in the first half, sort of to let him know he was there. So maybe that's just another thing that he has to sort of deal with now. He's getting a little, a little bit more attention. Um, but no, I, I think he, he might need a, maybe a couple of games out of the firing line and, um, you know, you know, and maybe Ox give Ox another, a further run in the team and, and get, uh, Theo back in there maybe. Yeah, concern there is um, if you play Ox and Theo, they're both bet on the right, and you got to put one of them on the left, don't you? And yeah, and that's that doesn't feel quite as balanced as having even a Wobi out there on the left. So it'd be, um, that's the bit I'm concerned with. Unless we put Alexis out on the left and bring Giroud up top, um, it, the, the balance feels like it's shifted. I've never, I don't know about you guys, but I never really felt like Ox has done anything major from the left when he's played on the left. Um, but like you say, his performance is improving. So maybe don't matter where he plays now. Maybe he's just got he's got the uh, He's got no confidence back. Maybe that will, that will help. But, um, we'll have to wait and see. But um, good goal, though, Michael, by Drew when it they came on one touch. A great finish, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's the thing with Drew. I think he's he's the best in the business, or the best that I've seen in a long time at finishing at the near post. He just seems to always he he's got the strength. So he he's obviously got that on it in his in his favour to get there to actually get there and and get ahead of ahead of uh, his man. But yeah, it was a quality finish for him just coming on and. Uh, and the second one this, this, was was a crazy header. I don't know how he managed to do that, but um, but yeah, it's just good that he's coming in with that attitude, you know, with uh, 
with, with, the, with the competition, he realises now that he's not really the main man, and uh, and he's coming in and, tr- and trying to you know give something to the team and not sort of be that sort of you know oh you know I've, I'm you know look at me sort of thing you know when he gets something wrong you know against him like you know he gets an injury or doesn't get a decision he, he sort of takes a while to get himself back into the game you know um, it seems like he's he's fighting for his pace and that's only going to be benefit for the team as a whole. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was, um, he really, you, Pav, you could tell he really been waiting for that all season, Giroud almost. He went mad when he scored, didn't he? Yeah, that, and I think also the, the importance of the goal, because I think there's been a bit of a criticism with, with Giroud is that he does, you know, the last couple of seasons, he does score, but he just seems to do it not, not when Arsenal seem to need it the most, to be honest. And it's the same with France as well. Even in the Euros, he, you know, he scored a, a couple of goals when when France stuffed uh, Iceland in the in the quarters of the semis. I can't remember. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, that's sort of been the criticism with him. So to actually get like a really important goal like that when we were at one one and we really needed it, I think that's going to give him some some big confidence. We just want to see him obviously do it in some of the, the big games as well. You know, like um, uh, sort of Man United, Chelsea, not just. And um, yeah, I just think. Um, I just think with uh, with Giroud, like you say, he's he's he's, uh, he's a confident player, and um, I think, like you said, Alexis Sanchez probably going to come out on the left eventually. Um, with with Iwobi, sort of, he's a young player. He's 19. He's obviously not going to play every game. His form's dipping a bit. Um, so yeah, I think I could see that happening with Alexis coming out on the left, which is a position I think that he prefers to play. And um, Giroud probably going to go up top, and yeah, so he's he's going to get another chance. It looks like and. Uh, Hopefully he's going to help us towards uh, towards winning the titles because he's going to be he's going to be fresh, he's going to be fresher than anyone else. So so why not? Yeah, we always said, didn't we? We never said we should get rid of Giroud, Mark. We always said he should be a mm. option, not the option. And 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 if when he is a option, maybe we see more consistency from him. Maybe we see like he did yesterday, him coming in even for thirty minutes and absolutely tearing it up because he's fresh and he's ready and he's wanting to prove that he should be starting and all that kind of thing. What do you think? Definitely, yeah. I mean, he's, he, you know, he, we have had him at points in, in the last two seasons where he's been the only fit striker. Yeah. And he plays, he just plays every game until he's knackered and, you know, and goes off form as strikers do. You know, there's no strikers really that play, you know, week one to week, week 40, you know, uh, firing on all cylinders. So, you know, he, he, he does what every other striker does. I think he gets unfair criticism. Um, you know, from from everyone, I think he's you know as, as we've said before, he's a he's a he's a good Premiership quality striker. Um, you could go you know international level, you know he's he, he's he'll give you twenty goals a season. Um, as as tomorrow's Monday, you know he's a good he's a decent player. He's a, he's a trier. You know he's he's fairly mobile for a big lad. He's good, really good with his head. Uh, good and as as Michael quite rightly says, excellent near post finisher, volleys, flicks, headers. So. You know, for me, he, he's always been a really, really good good part of this squad. I think the focus has been on him because he's been the only striker, and everyone expects so much of him. And it's you know, and it's it's very tough sometimes, especially last season when Alexis was not firing. But of course, he tends to tends to get away with it more because he's, he's Alexis. So you know, and he and his work rate's still there, and it's so you know, there's that whole thing about players and their imagery inside a club. Giroud carries a, a lot of negative criticism for me. Uh, that, that's a bit a bit over the top. Um, as I say, I think he's, he's a, a solid guy, a solid centre forward for us. And I think what your point is is very well made because 
given it, given that he's fresh, as, as we pointed out, you know, ten minutes ago, he's gonna he's gonna be firing, you know. And I think he looked like he was really, really up for it coming on yesterday, and and it and it gives us a whole, whole different dimension to how we play currently. You know, playing with Alexis up front and and him being the focal point. Suddenly, when we needed something different and a bit more firepower. It, it, you know, it was, it was, I know it was instant because it obviously be scored quickly, but even so, just having him suddenly come on will mix it up for, for teams we're playing against. Uh, and I think he's going to be a play a big part this season. I really do. And, and hopefully that will give him a more positive image inside the club. He's, he's fairly popular. You know, he gets his name sung and everything. Don't get me wrong. But as soon as there's an issue with a couple yeah, of results, he, he he, he, he's one of the, he's Jack and he's one of the ones yeah. that tend to, to carry the can. You know, he really um, you know, because yeah. he's a striker. Uh, but but essentially, for me, he's going to be a, a really, really, you know, positive weapon for us this season. And I think there's going to be games where he should play up front. Uh, you know, especially where we, as I say, where we, we play those teams that want to do the two banks of four feet. We need to have a big guy that's going to take the ball in and bring other players in because you're not going to be able to play through them. You know, Borough banked yeah. us. They played us very well, kept us wide. Uh, knowing full well that like when we put crosses in there was no no height so you know it was difficult and we could have really done with him that day I mean obviously he wasn't fit but so I think no the answer is to that absolutely he's going to be you know it's important he stays fit now yeah um, and, of, and of course we've got Danny Welbeck coming back as well which is going to help as well because I rate Welbeck I think Welbeck's going to help help the calls so you know it's all looking good mate it's all looking good yeah Welbeck will flourish in a front three like we've got at the moment I think yeah, it's just totally. all about work rate and Pressing and energy, and he's he's all about that, isn't he, Welbeck? He's all about that. He yeah. loves he loves to put a shift in. And, Pacey, uh, yeah. Pacey, brilliant. And it's brilliant to see that we've got Ramsey and Giroud, who've hardly kicked a ball, and we're in mid-October, and a couple of years back, they were must-starts. We wouldn't be able to live without those two players in our team. Correct, um, correct. And that is, that's, a t- that's a testament to how strong this squad has become. Um, yeah, definitely. So we got the third, we've got the third Michael through, through Drew, another great, like you say, um, near post goal, great flick on with his head, and he was excited, kissed the camera and that, camera was a lucky one, wasn't he, eh, the cameraman? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good finish, and then it was, um, it was never in doubt after that, was it really, Michael? No, um, I think as Arsenal said afterwards, it looked like we could score at will after that. Um, you know, it, it, again, just touching on what, what Mark said, it was just a shame that it, it took that equaliser before we 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 up the gears. We went up went up a few gears again and, um, and showed our quality and proved, you know, was was what uh, what Pav said earlier about you know Sutherland the way they are being a whipping boys. It just seemed like a team with a lot of disjointed players who don't really want to be there, but. It's it's important that you know we did react the way we did so quickly and then followed it through again with another one and then obviously you saw the reaction it had to the Southern Bluffers they it was like a fire drill wasn't it they all they all steamed out um, but it was just uh, again you know Juru the celebrations and the celebrations from the from the players you know mainly Cochran again showing how much how how much the guys wanted it and I think you've seen with all the uh, tweets afterwards from the players, you know, and any and everyone, they've all acknowledged that it was a tough game, but it didn't really need to be that, that, that tougher game because we, we had the quality. We, there was just something funny going on from half time, from the start of the second half for 20 minutes where, you know, we don't know what, what was going through the minds of the players and, uh, we'll need to be careful of that going forward because we'll, we'll be up against, you know, teams who are a bit more savvy, a bit more clever and we, we might not be able to, to, to turn it on, flick the switch so quick. But um, no, it was just good to see 
Giroud get another goal again and um, you know do what he does best. You know that near post is just lethal. You know attacking that near post, whether it's a, a flick or, or or you know uh, or, or just distracting people, just taking away people from the ball. Because now we've not only got him, we've got Mustafi and we've got Koscielny who, who, who are pretty prominent at, at set pieces now. So and um, um, yeah, it all, it's all it's all positive. It's all really looking really positive at the moment. Yeah, and then Alexis dabbed in the uh, or toe poked in the uh, fourth goal. Pav and, and Ramsey had a little part to play in that. Gibbs also. Um, big games coming up. We've got Tottenham and Man U coming up. Pav, what are your or are there any um, major concerns with us being able to obviously win those games and compete for the title? Well, I mean, historically. You know, it's always been, uh, November has always been sort of a, a tricky month for Arsenal. So that's coming up and that's where we're going to have some of our toughest fixtures because we've got Paris as well in between that, I think, um, at some point. So yeah, Arsenal, Tottenham, Paris. Um, like I say, we've got, we've got the squad that seems to, everybody seems to be coming back fit. Um, no, yeah, like no major injuries at the moment. So I mean, there's, there's no excuses there. I mean, we, we're 14 unbeaten. Playing well, we're scoring goals. I mean, the, the the team camaraderie is there. It's just that you know, with Arsenal, it can just be sort of one result. I mean, it could, can go against us. And historically, we've kind of we've crumbled a little bit. We've sort of felt sorry for ourselves a little bit after that. And hopefully, that's not going to happen this year. I think Wenger said that in his interview yesterday. He said a few times um, over over the years, we we have kind of felt sorry for ourselves when we've been in situations where we haven't when we've been dominating games and, and haven't put them to bed, but that wasn't the case yesterday. So hopefully this team is, you know, a lot, a lot more mentally strong than, than previous years. And, and, um, yeah, if, 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 you know, let's say the result doesn't go for us against, against Tottenham or May not, we don't want to think like that. Obviously, hopefully we can, we can still, you know, carry on the, the good run because we're, we're well in there. Um, one or two bad results in November. It shouldn't disjoint us. It's still early doors. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's any, any reason why we can't sort of, we're at home against Tottenham next week. Take the game to them. They are very good defensively. They've only conceded, uh, five goals this season. But, um, with, with, uh, Alderweireld and, and Kane out at the moment, I think they're sort of there for the taking. And then obviously Man United, you know, even bigger problems there. So I think there's no excuse why we couldn't go to Old Trafford and, and and you know do them there as well because yeah they they're really struggling even even worse than uh, even worse than Spurs Spurs have drawn the last three I think but Man United just can't even score yeah yeah I mean we, we are looking good Mark and you know but there are bigger games to come like Pav said um do you have mm. any 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 major concerns we, oh you spoke about us being being clinical and being cutthroat um and yeah. that is obviously a concern in games where they're going to be fewer and fewer and um, fewer chances um, like next yeah. week possibly and Man U but any other concerns personnel or anything else no I don't think so I think I think we're in a position you know squad wise and depth wise that we haven't been in for a number of years and, and that that is that you know we, we can handle as you quite rightly pointed out with with Ramsey uh, and Giroud uh, you know injuries if they come obviously we can't we wouldn't like it to, to be Sanchez and Ozil, but, uh, you know, obviously there are, there are limits, but, you know, we are, we are, we look like we've got cover in every position. Um, even in goal, you know, I mean, like, you know, Ospina is, 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 is looking excellent, you know, every time I see him. Um, you know, it, no, I haven't got concerns. I think, I think now, now it comes to my only concern with this squad 
uh, has been for a number of years the fragility of their minds. You know, mm-hmm. and and I think that's mm-hmm. still that's still prevalent. You know, yesterday, uh, you know, I don't want to beat on about it too much, but yesterday there was that opportunity to go and just finish that game quickly, and that, and you know, they're all very nicely, nicely, you know, make pretty patterns instead of just going and just finishing the game, and um, yeah. and yeah, and and you know, and and of course now, you know, it, next week you've got we've got Spurs. I think that Spurs this next Sunday is is pivotal for us. I really do. Because I think they're gonna they're gonna be close this season, Tottenham, and uh, you know they're the type of team really that we've we've got to overcome, you know, in our heads as well. Because last season, you know, Arsenal they ran all over us, and we we underestimated we them. Oh my, well, we did. We we were we lucky did. to get out, we're out of a draw. Gibbs scored, didn't they, when he came on as sub? Yeah, yeah. But you know their their game, you know, Pochettino's tactics are all about you know just strength and power, and you know, and pressing and constant, you know. Up, Running and you know they're a powerful, strong team, very, very tight at the back. Uh, you know, so it, it, we are. This is a big challenge for us next week. If we can really show our worth, you know, because let's face it, we're a better football inside than them, no doubt. Um, we will, you know, I think it's going to go a long way to us winning this title. You know, and I do think the only sometimes the only the only team that stop Arsenal is Arsenal. You know, we've got to get that belief and we've got to get that togetherness. I think now, as you know, as Mike said, you know, you can see when they when we score goals now, you know, we seem to have a, a different buzz about us in, in the celebrations. There's more, I think there's more intent from this side this season. Um, you know, and I, and I do believe, though, that it will come down to the mental strength. Uh, you know, Wenger goes on about it, you know, it makes me laugh. You know, he goes on about it. And, and then to me, it's the one thing that we haven't had. For years, you know, we, we collapse in November, we collapse in March every single fucking year, you know, it's not like, and it's like, and he talks about this, like, this mental strength and this, this commitment and like, it's what we need because we've got the ability and we've had the ability for a number of years, you know, we've come extremely close to, to you know, we've looked like we're going to win titles and we, we collapse, we don't just, we don't just lose, we, we collapse. So, you know, I think, I think there's, there's, I haven't got any, any worries about the personnel. I've just got that worry. That, that's all that concerns me. But I do mm. think that we look like for the first time that we are overcoming it. You know, we're looking like we're, we're, we've got our heads on things and, and we can dig in when we need to. And I think Mustafi's helped that as well. Definitely. And yeah. so people like Zaka will definitely. And so no, that, that's basically it. So I think everything's there for us, mate. We just got to go and do it. Basically. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd be slightly concerned next week, Michael, if we played Coquelin and El Nenny in midfield. If Santi wasn't fit, and although Xhaka and Ramsey would be back for next week, but you'd wonder how they would fit in. You'd expect Coquelin to start, so um, I'd I would be concerned just because they, like Mark said, they are very physical. Wanyama, Dembele, I think Sissoko is suspended. Um, um, would you be concerned by that? Is that a personnel issue when Santi's not fit? Who's the next person to come in? Maybe not for the future, but currently, is that an issue? Yeah, I, I think so, possibly, yeah. I think, um, you know, and then he, well, then he was very tidy, but obviously his, was, yeah. his ability to, to, you know, manipulate the ball and just ping passes around, obviously he's not on the same level as Santi, and that's something that we've discussed, you know, many, many times now in terms of who was the person that we had in the squad that was like much like him, and uh, that person is now at Bournemouth, isn't he? That person that we we were thinking, yeah, you know, saw was some the comments type of person, yeah, yeah, as well. Uh, so, um, if if 
if that's, I think, I don't think, you know, I don't think Jacker will will come back for that. I think if if Santi is is still out, I think it, it will be those two. Um, El Nenny is probably a little bit more calmer than you know Cochrane in terms of not to get sort of caught up in in the in the heat of the, of the moment. It, yeah, it probably will be heated, but um, obviously, ideally, yeah, you want want Santi in there as as quickly as possible, but. Um, uh, yeah, if it, I'll, I'll be fairly confident if it was those two against Wanyama uh, mm. and uh, and Dembele. Um, I don't know if I wouldn't be surprised if he throws Dyer uh, back in the, in the side for that um, because obviously mm. the options that we got going forward as well. So that's going to be interesting to see. But um, but yeah, like, like the guys have said, you know, we, we we just need to we're we're in such a good position in terms of uh, where the squad is and um, you know with with, with Perez and um, uh, um, and uh, Danny Welbeck being the, sort of the, the only sort of long-termish uh, um, injuries that we've got, you know, our school, our school, we, we're we're in the right right place to sort of take them on and uh, uh, fight fight fire with fire. I think I think we've we've just got to be on the front foot against them uh, at the weekend. But I'll be happy with those two in the middle, Jack. To be fair. Okay. Yeah. 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 Be interesting. It sounds like Wing has been overly or very cautious with uh, with Santi's injury. I don't I don't think it's certainly not long term. So. You'd expect him probably not to come back in for an away game in midweek. Do you know? Do you know what it is yet? Is, I think he just got. I think he got like a bad Achilles. Um, yeah. Tendonitis. Like he got stepped on bad. So it was obviously like some bruising to his Achilles. But I don't think it was any more anything more than that. I think they're just being cautious because he had an Achilles injury leading up to that being being yeah. stepped on. So I think they're just being cautious. It sounds like he is going to be back for the Tottenham game. When it sounded like he was imminently coming back, as as was Theo. So I'd expect both of them to be rested again midweek and then, then both to be in the squad for the Tottenham yeah. game. If they are both in the squad for the Tottenham game, there's going to be some big players that won't even make the squad for the Tottenham game. Yeah. <laughs> Which will be, I think uh, that's, that's the good thing about having a big squad this season. Like you say, now we have to, to play players that are potentially not fully fit, like we probably have done in previous years. Yeah, yeah. It's to be good, able yeah. to rest them like that, yeah. Hopefully that helps long-term with the amount of injuries that we have, doesn't it? Just by being a bit more sensible, yeah. the extra week and all that. Not been able to do that, have we, in the past? You'd expect Santi and Theo would have, you know, if they were on the form they were on this season, last season, they would have played yesterday you know, with those little niggles that they'd had. And uh, and credit that we're not doing that. We're being a sensible and we're, and we're getting away with it because we've got a very good depth in squad at the moment. But um, who were you impressed by midweek, Pav? Beat Red in 2-0. Anyone in particular that you were impressed by that we've not discussed um, that could come in and do a job? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, just talk about Oxlade. I mean, he did did score a couple of goals. Um, apart from that, don't think he he didn't look that great, to be honest. I mean, I don't know if he was trying to do a bit too much because you know he's playing with a few of the younger guys. But you know, a couple of good finishes. So so I guess he did kind of merit his uh, his return with Theo being injured. Um, just trying to think who else who else came in. Um, I think Perez, yeah, Perez, Perez looked, uh, he looked, he looked pretty solid, pretty decent. Obviously, unfortunately, he got, he got um, injured there. Um, just remind me again, who else, who else was? Uh, Jenkinson, he Jenkinson played. Oh yeah, Jenkinson yeah, played. played. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, it's a bit, it's a bit of a strange one there with Jenkinson. I, I thought, I thought um, Debussy had gone out on loan. I didn't really realise he was still. Still here he's, with Arsenal, he's, he's so a, he's, um, he's gone AWOL, I reckon. Yeah, so I was, so I guess that kind of, <laughs> and with Chambers, Chambers gone to Middlesbrough, I, think, I guess that makes him back up if anything happens to to Bellerin. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he looked he looked solid enough. I mean, Reading's not exactly sort of a big test. We did sort of dominate pretty much from the from the start. But yeah, he was getting forward. He had a, he had a good chance to score, I think, at one point. Um, and yeah, um, I think there was was a, uh, Jeff uh, Adelaide. Ren- what's his name? Ren Adelaide, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, the French guy. Yeah, he looks he looks pretty pretty good on the ball, pretty decent for the possibly for the future. Um, like bit sort of you know long tall leggy guy, like bit like Diaby was actually. Um, looked like yeah, you know typical sort of Arsenal player. Look look pretty solid on the ball. Um, we'll just wait to see whether you know he's he's got enough to come through. I think the thing with a uh, bit with Iwobi is a bit disappointing at the moment is that you know he's he's not he came into the team last year and he did score a couple of goals quite early on. Um, but since then, I mean, it, I think uh, it was mentioned yesterday as well uh, before the game that Wenger sort of told him to calm down a bit more in front of goal. Um, and yeah, in, in yesterday's game, he did look a bit frustrated with himself. But I mean, apart from that, obviously in front of goal, he's he's looking like a good player for 19 years old. But but yeah, I think just if if he you know wants to take that extra step at being a you know being a left winger, being up there with sort of Alexis Sanchez, I think he does need to get. His uh, his frame of mind a bit better in front of goal, um. So yeah, yeah. it would have been nice. But he's a bit nervous, didn't he, Wenger? He said he's a bit nervous in front of yeah, goal. Yeah, you could see that a couple yeah. of times yesterday. Actually, I mean, I think he did have one one good effort, and then the second one he really sort of snatched at it, and he looked really annoyed with himself about it. So yeah, it was just something that he knows he's going to work on. Then uh, obviously, hopefully, he's going to improve. Yeah. Do you see anything, Mark, on um on midweek that, that impressed you specifically, other than? You know the, the players we've discussed. I thought it was I thought it was a very run of the mill, you know, victory. To be honest, uh, you know, we, we were fairly comfortable throughout, and it, you know, it, it, it wasn't an awful lot going on. I mean, I quite liked. I thought Rob Holding looked really good. Uh, I thought he had a yeah. you know he had a, re- a really sort of composed, you know, solid solid game. Uh, you know, just what he does. Obviously, we weren't under huge pressure a lot of the time, but. Uh, it just, just he just looks completely tidy to me for, for you know, for a young man, you know, a couple of million quid, you can't believe really, he's gonna be, he's gonna be a good one for us, I think, and uh, you know, he's just got that, he's just got, got that, that real composure, the way he moves with the ball, the way he, he sees positions, you know, I just, I thought for me, he was the one that that, that stood out, um, but you know, generally, I thought the game was 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 pretty standard, you know, Jack, it was. Uh, Glad we got the win, and uh, you know, and it was it was done. But uh, no, holding for me would be the would be the one I like I like the look of. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Um, anyone for you, Michael? That you that you saw anyone um, holding Ox? Anyone else? Um, I, I think the same with the guys. I think uh, uh, I think uh, what's, his, I can't remember what's his name? Ashley Maitland Niles. I think he looks alright. On occasions, he showed yeah. a bit of intelligence when he came on. Um, you know, he had a, you know one effort which which is a bit skyward, but he he looked like he was you know winning the ball back a couple of occasions and, and uh, yeah, pretty much uh, Reading came and um, you know tried just to dig in and make it a little bit of a, a bit of a bit of a fight. You know, the, some of the challenges that went in were a bit were a bit out of order um, as well. Uh, obviously, the one that that did uh, Perez was a bit was a bit naughty and. Uh, and then there was another occasion again. We were talking about earlier, Jack, about cynical foul. It was a blatant one in that one uh, in, in the second half, and uh, I think the guy got a yellow card, but it was just as bad as the Shaka one uh, for me. Um, mm. And he yeah. yeah, basically took him down at the knees. You know, he swung, swung out. You know, the, the guy had gone. I forgot who it was, and uh, I think it was Giroud. He'd gone, and he, he just took him, chopped him down at the knees. Um, but no, I think we, you know, 
Drew came on. looked It looked like you know he had he had a point to prove. Uh, but that was it, really. It was you know, like, like Mike was saying, it was a bit of a straightforward win. Mm. Um, uh, Reading got a bit frustrated and got and we, we weren't getting much of the ball, got outplayed, and they just resorted to kicking a few of our boys around. Um, yeah. So you know, just glad that we managed to get out of there with a win, uh, with another home draw. We've just one more um, injury, you know, not 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 any more than that, really. Yeah, yeah, slight frustration when it on Lucas, and again a little bit of a dirty challenge, a niggle that was unnecessary. Um, was, but we're still, it was when it, and uh, but we're still yeah. on for the quad, so Neil will be happy because he's doing <laughs> that. we're going to win the quad. So um, we have uh, we had a lot of fans' questions, a lot of them they're not not relevant, but we've kind of discussed a lot of them in the, you know over the pod and stuff like that, and or it's not relevant because it was just three games ago. But thanks, um, Rocky hashtag seven, thanks Phil Andrews, thanks Clinton Mouton, thanks Mohammed. Uh, Tom, thanks Jack Joseph, thanks the boring girl, and but I do I want to ask each of you one question, each that are relevant is one from at Sam I am underscore twenty one. Um, Pav, are you getting worried that Özil Sanchez Bellerin haven't yet signed new contract? Um, yeah, I guess in this day and age you can never you can never be sort of completely sure of anything. Um, it wouldn't be surprised, obviously. I mean, you're looking at Bellerin. I mean, I think Barcelona at the moment are playing Sergio Roberto at right back. Um, so, I mean, there's obviously a, uh, they're going to be in the market for a right back at some point, and he's playing really, really well. Uh, Spanish as well. And I think, was he from Barcelona, was he originally? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. We yeah. To... So, yeah, Sorry. that, 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 oh, you know, that could happen. Obviously, we don't want it to. Hopefully, he stays for another season or two, just to, a bit like what Fabregas did, you know, like get a bit more solid uh, in his own game. He's only been, Sort of a regular for for two seasons, I guess. Um, but yeah, that you could see that happening, I guess, in in the future. Um, Ozil, I mean, uh, yeah, as well. I mean, you, you just there's there's not much loyalty these days. Let's put it that way in in football. And then obviously with Arsene Wenger, you know, the uncertainty over his contract as well. Maybe they're not committing because of that. They don't know. They want to wait. Um, there's no reason for for them not to. I mean, Arsenal are sort of you know one of the top clubs, really. I mean, we should. Should be sort of doing better in the Champions League than we are doing. Hopefully, that's going to change this year. And um, if that's the case, I mean, players like Alexis Ozil and Bellerin, I mean, they get regular football at Arsenal. They play every game, um, you know, every big game. Does that happen everywhere else? Not, not always. So, I mean, if they look at it that way, I'm sure they're getting good enough money at Arsenal. But, you know, there's always a club out there that, that will give them a bigger salary, I guess, if they really want them. Um, what what are their, their ages? Um, Alexis is twenty six, I think, isn't he? And yeah, twenty six, twenty seven. Uh, I think Ozil's maybe twenty seven, twenty eight. Twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bellerin's still like twenty three, isn't he? Twenty seven. Yeah, I would say out of all of them, yeah. I mean, if if they were looking to go, maybe Bellerin would be the one that could be most likely to go, just because we know Barca could could uh, snap him up really. But I think they've got they've got a transfer ban on as well. Oh, uh, it doesn't mean anything for them. They have a transfer ban, then they spend hundred million. Yeah. Or and they go, know, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do so, that. we're gonna yeah. spend it in two years, so it don't really matter. But the player can play for us now. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah, exactly. You see, yeah, you see Bellerin's little clip interview when they said, "What would you do if Barcelona called?" And he yeah. went, and he and he went, he went, uh, not can't speak to you or something. No, I wouldn't talk to you or something like that. You know, <laughs> no, like, the up. thing is, he, you couldn't up. blame him. Hang you up. couldn't blame him, honestly. Like, if he, you know, maybe if he, st- it'd be good, be good for his own personal development, obviously, to 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 be in the Premier League for another season or two, but. I'm sure if they came in the, in the summer and offered big money, um, 
yeah, I mean, could see it happening. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he's not. I think he's replaceable. I mean, I think yeah, as a as a right back, I mean, I think if he if he did go and we got we got a lot of money offered for him, I think we we could replace him. But the others, Alexis, I think he's more irreplaceable, and yeah, probably Ozil next after that, I would say. Yeah, interesting how our right and left back have kind of flipped since 2004. We had Lauren, who was very steady, assured, yeah. not really noticeable, and then we had Ashley Cole, who was obviously um, complete opposite. He, he, was, he was like one of, he was, he was at that point one of the top left backs in the world, and now yeah. it's kind of flipped. Bellerin's the one that's a standout, and our left backs, Monreal, the superstar kind of left back, uh, right back, sorry, yeah. Yeah, but it's always a balance in it on on one to the other. Um, Mark, your question from at Jerry underscore I underscore, sorry, underscore L underscore IS is, um, what about Mr. Wilshire? And I'm interpreting that right now as, uh, what do you think about his comments that came out in the week? Or maybe they didn't, maybe they came out earlier than that. Um, mm. did you see those comments? Were you concerned about those comments at all or you're not really bothered? What, in terms of, uh, what he, he said that he, he knew he had to leave and stuff like that? Yeah, or? and he said, um, he was, he was a bit peeved that Arsenal signed another mis- midfielder. Yeah, yeah. Like he had that, to yeah. go out straight away and get game time, which is, yeah, you know, yeah, credit to him. It's yeah. credit to him for doing that. It, it did feel like from that, those comments coming out that it's, it's unlikely that he'll return. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, I, you know, like anything with these sort of quotes and comments, you know, they take pieces of the, of the interview that, uh, that, that they, you know, they can turn into stories like that. I mean, yeah. in fact, he did say that. We don't know what context he said that in. But, you know, uh, you know, if it, it, there's two ways of answering a question about what made you think you needed to go to Bournemouth or, you know, oh, by the way, you're going to leave Arsenal forever. You know, that you could, you could, that could be for both, that answer. You know, the fact that, he, you know, what, what was it that really made you think that you better go and play somewhere? Oh, you know, well, it was the fact that they signed another midfielder and I hadn't played, you know. So, you know, it, it, I, I, don't, I don't read too much into that, I have to say. Um, I think there is a, if I had to say now, I'd probably say it was 60-40 that he, he wouldn't come back. I still think there's a big chance that he could come back. I don't think Wenger uh, wants to not have Jack Wilshere at Arsenal. No, I, I can't see that either. I, I agree. I, I, think, I think, you know, I think he sees him as... As one of the best midfielders in Europe, uh, and you know, however that sounds is how that sounds, but that's how well I think Alison Wenger's view of him is. Um, and I think, and I think it's hats off to, to Jack for, for saying that. You know, he's playing for Bournemouth. He's getting 90 minutes under his belt the last two games. You know, he's playing like he should be playing. His fitness is building. He's looking quite good. You know, he, he's 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 doing what he should be doing. And um, you know, hats off to him for doing that. Really, it takes quite a big man to to say I'm going to leave Arsenal. You know, when the when the coach is in adoration of you almost, um, because he could have sat there quite easily. You know, no one would have said anything, and he probably got a new contract, you know, a new contract and more money because, you know, Wenger does things like that, and um, yeah, you know, he does, doesn't he, Jack? You know, and but he's gone down there, and and I wouldn't say it's a foregone conclusion. Far from it. I would say that if it goes on. And Arsenal win the league this year, right? Uh, and it looks like we might have just moved on a bit too far, possibly. But there is a chance that I think he would be, yeah. You know, because if, let's face it, if he comes back, he's going to have to be one of the main main players. He's going to have to yeah. play every single week, right? He's going to have to drop in. So maybe it's maybe it's you know Cazorla's last season, and he comes back next season, and he's he's the man. I, w- I wouldn't discount it for one bit. But I do, you know, you, you you can look at those comments and say, well, you know, maybe there was a little bit of fate accompli in there that, you know, he's, he's decided that he's he's gone somewhere else. He actually quite, 
he's been good for him already and he quite likes the sort of, you know, the fresh start aspect of things. Um, who knows? But I, I would only put it at 60-40 against at the moment because I still think there's a big, big link between Jack Wilshire and Arsenal and Jack Wilshire and Arsene Wenger. And certainly if Wenger signs, for me, it's when he signs for two years. Uh, you know, not not if. Um, I think I think we'll see. We could well see him come back. So no, I'm not. I'm not in the slightest bothered by things like that. Um, I don't. I don't believe three quarters of what I read anyway. So, you know, and that yeah. um, they, they are great at taking pieces of interviews and, and putting them into a context that allows you to think something different. So no, I'm not concerned. I still think Jack Wilshere's got a big place for Arsenal in his heart, and I still think there's a chance he could be in our in our shirt next season. Yeah, love that, mate. Agree, love that. Yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed, yeah. Yeah, um, so, so, mate. Toughest one for you, Michael. Um, my dad goes, does the panel think that Wenger has discussed with his players that he might be off or he might not be? And would, would it explain their reluctance to sign a new contract? What would be the pull for these top players if Wenger leaves? Uh, what would be the pull if he leaves? Uh, yeah, if Wenger decides he's that. gone, what's the pull for Ozil Sanchez and Beverly? I think that's harsh to, say, to even ask that. Um, well, I think they, you, you've got to look at where they've come from. Now, if you look at Ozil, you know, he's come from, obviously, he's played for Real Madrid. Um, where, where does he go um, after leaving Arsenal? He probably goes back to Germany, maybe, maybe Bayern Munich. Sanchez, he's played for Barcelona, didn't really have a great time there. If he leaves Arsenal, does he go to maybe Juventus, who's always been sniffing about with his, obviously, with them, his, uh, his lazy days? Um, I mean, these players always talk about, you know, us being competitive and everything, and, and they're the reasons we are competitive, you know, the, the two of them, you know, and obviously, you know, put Bellerin into that into that mix as well, you know. So, I think, again, I think we, we had a chat before, was we're saying, I think it's maybe the manager who comes in, is, is the philosophy the same, you know, what, what you know, has he got the pedigree, you know, it's, it's someone that they... They respect because all the players, you know, you know, we've seen other managers come in. We've seen one at, at Old Trafford where you probably know there's a few players that don't respect him. Um, yeah. so, you know, for the, the way he, he behaves and the way he treat he, he talks about people um, compared to someone like Rengo where the players do respect him because of the way he treats them like human beings and everything. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if he's actually would have had a chat. I think he's probably kept... Very close character in terms of if he's made a decision whether he's going to stay or not. I believe he is going to sign. He's going to sign him for another two years if he hasn't sort of done so already, and he's just probably keeping it under the carpet for whatever reasons. But um, I think the, 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 there's a Arsenal is a bit is a big pull. You know, I think Arsenal Wenger's made us that just because of the, the the football. You know, people talk about legacy and you know and, and, and what 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 we he Wenger's gonna leave behind and that he's ruined his legacy. I don't think he's ruined it as 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 much as people are saying. The legacy is the football that we've played, uh that that we do continue to play to play, as well as the stadium and, and then obviously the fan base and that that's built. So I think there is still a lot of big pull for people to to play for Arsenal, to sign for Arsenal Football Club. But um as we know, if you've got an agent who knows you can get a bit more money signing for another club um, then, then what Arsenal maybe might pay, play, then that's, that's going to probably be the difference. I don't think it's going to be anything to do with our, our actual standing. Um, I think we are respected as a football club. Um, um, probably more respected than, than, than rather be, well, I guess we'd rather be feared as a football club in terms of what we do on the pitch, but, um, I think we are respected and I think Wenger has, has said on many occasions there's players that 
he 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 hears from from agents, you know, that they want to play for him. You know, they always want to want to you know pick up the phone and, and, and you, know, can, you know can I play for you because it's, it's because of him and obviously because of the, the facilities that we have at the club. So I hope it's a, something that we'll probably have to ask really get an answer to in maybe two two or three seasons time, Jack. But I don't think he's going anywhere. To be fair. Love that. Yep. Swinger's going to sign and everyone else is going to follow. Perfect. I like it. Like <laughs> it. Yeah. Perfect uh, world. <laughs> Perfect world. Yeah. Love each other. Yeah. And quads on. Okay. Um, <laughs> Neil will love it. <laughs> yeah, he'll love it. Bloody foolish idiot, Neil. Um, no, he's, uh, bless him. He's, a, he's an optimist, isn't he? Um, yeah. Predictions, Pav. we got Ludogrex Tuesday and then I think we've got Tottenham Sunday at 12, which is 4am for me. Cheers, life. Um, anyway, that doesn't even exist anymore. They're just making shit up, aren't they? It's 1230 yesterday. Yeah, but that's Saturday. Yeah. Saturday Sunday. That, oh, oh yeah. I, no, I, I haven't, I haven't seen one for a while, but whatever. Um, the police, the police, the police. Yeah, he said. The pubs, the pubs, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. Right, it's true. I'll, I'll give that. I'll give that. After what happened at West Ham midweek, I'll give that. Um, yeah. yeah. What's your predictions for each game, Pav, and your first score for both? Uh, for Ludogrets and Spurs, um, Ludogrets away. I think we will win that one, obviously. Um, 2 0. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> Who's yeah, scorer? Uh, first scorer. Yeah. Going to go with Ozil. And um, Spurs, oh, that's going to be a tricky one. I'm going to say 2 1. Arsenal. Love it. I'm going to put Mustafi as a random first scorer because I think he's just going to come up from the back. It's going to be a corner. He's just going to jump up and nod one in at the near post. And then, yeah, 2-1. 2-1. Arsenal. Yes. Love it. Love it. What about you, Mark? I'm going to go uh, 3-0 in Ludogrets and I'm going to go Giroud. First goal. I think he's going to... Is he, is he? He's not suspended or anything now, is he? He's, he, no, he's back no, and he's, no, he's fine to play okay. in it. I Jack Andrew, yep. I said yeah, that before yeah. and he's suspended. Yeah, good one. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and, and against them, uh, I'm going to say 1-0 and I'm going to say Theo. We like it. Yeah. Theo, my, my, man, my man Theo, he's going to score. He likes scoring against them, mate. You know that. He does. He likes saving one for them and uh, I think we're going to keep it really, really tight. Compete, compete in every area. And, yeah, and, uh, uh, and uh, undo him with a, with a Walcott special, absolutely. I can see it now. Wing has just said to Theo, Theo, just do your ladders for a week, mate. Do your ladders and then I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's, he's, def- he's definitely saving him for that, without a doubt. His <laughs> hamstring was, was only, it was only so, so, they reckon he could have played yesterday already. He could have played, but he, he, he's not risking him. So he's definitely going to save him for Spurs. He's back. He's back for Spurs, no doubt. Brilliant. Love it, love it. What about you, Michael? Uh, I'll go with Gretz. Uh, we'll win that one, two, one. Uh, and I'll go with uh, Ox to get that one, get the first one. And I'll go for top. Well, I won't just sorry, I just mentioned their name. On, yeah, uh, he's uh, quite easy. I won't, I won't do that again. Um, <laughs> and I, um, I'll say we first goal scorer will be Sanchez, and it's going to be another five-two. I think. 
Five goals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy, easy, Mike. I've conceded five goals all season, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you set yourself out there, but you haven't got... Uh, no, exactly, it's true, it's true. That's right. no, it's possibility, so, it's possibility, uh, you never let's, know. Let's, let's put their foot in their throats right from the start and let's see what happens to them. Yeah, yeah, they, haven't, they haven't been let's up against a good attack yet, have they? So let's see what they do. No, yeah, it's exactly. That's quite right. He dealt with us yet, that's true. Yeah, um, exactly. I'll oh, go well too much. I've that game already. No, my palms are starting <laughs> yeah. to sweat and everything. Um, <laughs> oh God. I'll go two one Ludogrets as well. I'll say Alexis, and then I'll say fr- I'm going to say three one, three one against that lot. Oh, and, uh, and, uh, I'll say Özil first scorer. Özil, yeah. Boys, thanks so much. I think this pod recorded. I'm, oh, as far as I'm aware, we got double. Uh, let's back. hope so. So I want to thank Ali G, who's our editor, and uh, he's assistant to the founder, that is myself, and then Joey Vishney, who's also on it from the, um, from Football Purist, who's recording. So we've got three recordings. This sound should be perfect. Even Brilliant. Breath. Um, nice one, guys. <laughs> but, um, go to www.footballpurist.com. Um, find us on Twitter at Football Purist, at Purely Arsenal FP. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes or subscribe to us on your podcast app. Give us a review if you can, and then it bumps us up about above all the other crappy podcasts so that'll be good um and some of the good ones as well which you know is mainly just our one so appreciate it um and we'll be back after the tottenham game next week after that oh i said their name crap i'll be with you back (laughs) that game next week but uh mark michael up the arsenal let's keep it going cheers jack thanks guys take care see you again nice nice speech all cheers take care bye lads Bye. bye